Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. How's it going, y'all? It's another episode of Nerdificent. I'm your host, Ify Wadiway, and sitting across from me, as always, is... Danny Fernandez. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, this week, you know, we're we're getting, uh, we're getting a little dark. Some would say we're getting even a little black. A little orphan wow. black. Yeah, yeah. You like that? You like that? Segment? I was going to say you're always black, Ify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Oh, no, well, sometimes we're I black vacation. Brown. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, sometimes I'll uh, <laughs> do like one of those gaming skins and switch it up. You never know. Uh, but yes, we're talking orphan black and we are joined this week for all the way from New York uh, by the community manager of Cereal Box, Rachel Pinellas. How you doing? Yes. I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Oh, happy to have you here. How you, we were talking before we start recording that it's about to get a little uh, snowy in New York. Yes, we skipped the season. Um, uh, yeah. Fall is not happening. We are going. We're straight into winter now. Oh man, that that should be fun. You know, it'll still be uh, probably seventy or eighty around this part. But you know, I will. My so happy heart... for you. <laughs> My heart is with you. But yeah, so super excited to, uh, you know, basically chat about Orphan Black, mostly because there's a new chapter on Cereal Box, right? Yes, there is. It's really exciting. Um, takes place eight years after the events of the series finale, which was two years ago now. And so we see where uh, our favorite members of the Clone Club um, are now and what life is like for them after their adventures in the series and what it's been like for the next generation of clones. And that includes um, Sarah Manning's daughter, Kira, as well as Charlotte, who was, I guess this is a bit of a spoiler, but she was... uh, a, a younger clone from Project Lita who was cloned from Rachel Duncan. Uh, and ah. so, yeah. Well, that, well, that's super exciting. And uh, for people who don't know, what is Cereal Box? 
That is a wonderful question. And I am very happy to answer it for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so Serovox, we are a premium entertainment platform. Uh, we do audio and uh, ebooks, um, and we deliver ongoing stories for, uh, you know, audiences in uh, easel, easily digestible installments. Um, and the name itself is a, is a pun, you know, so we do serialized fiction originals as well as franchises like Orphan Black. Mm, yes. Uh, yeah, no, it's a... And we're available um, uh, in the App Store uh, for iOS devices and uh, Android as well as our website. Ooh, that is super dope. So yeah, check that out. Yeah, I heard about it because I worked with uh, Margaret Dunlap uh, on a interactive show that should be coming out soon this month. So I can kind of, you know, a little bit talk about oh, it called so Wizard. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's Wizard School Dropout. But she worked on a cereal box show with uh, Max. Uh, why, why am I? Gladstone. Yes, yes, Max Gladstone. Why did I forget his name all of a sudden? But yeah. So I was working with them and they were telling me about cereal box and I just it's. I just love the concept. So, yeah, that's definitely worth uh, checking out if you don't already sub. Yeah, it's, you know, really exciting. We take what's, you know, the best of traditional publishing and we innovate because what we have is the model of a television writer's room. And so that way we have the episodic content delivered to you regularly on that weekly basis and so you can follow along and then there's also the option to you know binge yeah i know binge or one by one the, the you know it's, it's that's the number one decision people have to do now yeah. which is very challenging with orphan block because as you know it's known for its cliffhangers yeah <laughs> yeah what are we geeking out about this week? We will start with Rachel. What are you geeking out about this week? So I know the last episode of your podcast was completely devoted to Watchmen, but <laughs> uh, it can't be said enough how excited excited I am about the new HBO series and just HBO Sundays in general. Really loving Watchmen as well as the return and final season of uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah. Oh, it's been so. great. Yeah. Ever since that episode, I started uh, like right after that episode, uh, Enemy of the Pod, Cody Ziegler, I uh, contacted him for his HBO Go password. <laughs> and now <laughs> wow. And now I'm locked wow. in. We did a trade because I got I paid for Showtime. So I was like, I'll give nice. you Showtime if you give me HBO. So, we, nice. you know, new age trades. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and I've been so locked in. And then I started checking out this Mrs. Fletcher show. And then I need to mm-hmm. go check out Sus. Uh, succession succession yeah, it's great oh yeah everyone's saying it's great i am so but i'm up to date on watchmen and i always forgot how fun it is to be up to date on tv where you can just have (laughs) the like speculation and conversation but also the drama of like i don't want this spoiled because you saw hector tweeted something about watchmen and that's how how much i know i like hector is that I saw him mentioning it and I was like, I'm going to finish reading this tweet because I know Hector wouldn't just flat out post a spoiler. And it was a good point. There you go. Yeah. What about you, Danny? 
Uh, I'm geeking out about the new Terminator film, which not enough people saw, which stinks because oh, it's really wow. great. Like a lot of people actually that did see it loved it. And mm-hmm. I saw someone tweet and it was like, this Terminator um, sequel is something that everyone's going to love when they eventually see it and realize that they should have saw it in theaters so mm-hmm. that it would have gotten the love that it deserved. But I really, really cannot say enough good things about Gabriel Luna. I love him so much. Um, I love having a Mexican Terminator. It means so much to me and so many other people. Um, and uh, we also had uh, Natalia Reyes, who played Danny, also seeing a pop-up of a lot of Dannys yeah. popping up in, in scripts. Um, I don't know. It might be people that follow me, and they're like, this feels like a Danny. Um, <laughs> I do know one. I do know one show that's coming out where the character was named after me. The others I'm just uh, projecting. But uh, we also had Linda, Linda Hamilton. You know, I have a big thing right now that I'm pushing for. I feel like we had the year of the daddy and everyone was like Jeff Goldblum and Steve Carell and they're so hot. And like, I feel like women of the same age don't get the same love. And so I think it's great to see her just, you know, with her ripped guns and just like silver haired. And, you know, I hope we also got to see that with Jamie Lee Curtis and this year with Halloween. Or I guess oh, yeah. that was last year. That was last, last year, year with... but still, yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. that to me means a lot. Like I just, um, I also saw uh, Keanu Reeves' new beau who is oh, age yeah. appropriate, which mm-hmm. everyone was so excited about, which is also sad <laughs> that anytime someone, uh, a man that's in his 50s dates someone that's actually age appropriate for him, uh, we get all excited. But anyways, I just feel like women, you know, there's a lot of ageism in the industry and they definitely don't get the same love. So I loved the fact, I love seeing her in this role. Mm-hmm. And I hope that we get more more iconic, you know, women that instead of being pushed out are, are you know, elevated and starring in these huge franchises. Definitely. I'm going to go check it out tomorrow. But, you know, everyone knows I'm a fan of zombies all the time. So, uh, you know, you know, glad people are starting to get on the train. Danny's uh, really championing it. And I, really, that's who I did it for was for her. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what I'm geeking out about this week is uh, last week, um, last weekend, at this point, I was at a complex con and it was so much fun. Complex con, if you don't know, it's uh, by the kind of media brand complex that does First We Feast and just a lot of like hip hop, streetwear and all of that good stuff. So they had like a lot of custom drops and uh, Sneaker Room dropped three colorways of the Kyrie Fives uh, dedicated to one of the owner's mom. And I'm able to remember the exact amount of shoes that were dropped in each colorway because they had significance. So I got the white colorway, which only 525 pairs were made, which was to commemorate the day she died, which was May 25th. And then the black pair, only 126 were made to to commemorate that she had one son and he was 26 when she died. And 63 pairs of the black one were made uh, for her age at which she died, which was 63. And um, but it was a wild drop. The black 63 uh, pair of shoes were one thousand dollars retail. Uh, so and that caused a whole I mean, I can't you know, this maybe be worth a whole episode, but I can't really go into the full on um kind of economy of it all but the that kind of i think screwed up the resale across the board because if you have a one thousand dollar uh shoe you're gonna want it to go for 2k or more uh and you know the more expensive the more 
kind of exclusive colorway is going to affect the price point of everyone's uh, resale. And what happened was a lot of folks went and spent $1,000 on the shoe, but didn't have $1,000. So before the weekend ended, when they weren't able to sell it right away, they started taking a lower hit, which means that the other ones were taking lower hits. Uh, what I'm trying to say is I bought the shoes to flip them and I can't. Uh, and I'm very mad about it. Uh, but I also got a pair of ice creams, which were, if you don't know, were Reebok released by Pharrell uh, when he was trying to have a skate company that had like a very significant design. Uh, I spent a lot of money, basically. I saw Takashi Palm. I saw Offset <laughs> trouncing around. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask him, where's Cardi B? I don't want to see you. I want to see your wife. <laughs> uh, but it was super fun, but it was a great celebration of like streetwear, the culture surrounding it, and I had a great time, and I can't wait to check out the next one. Uh, but that's what I'm geeking out about. I'm geeked out. And that's, and I kind of had a realization this weekend about that. Just like going to that con and real realizing just how like nerdy I am about like streetwear. And then I was like in the gym today lifting with um, one of my boys. And like, I was like, Oh, nerd nerdiness is more of an mm -hmm. attitude yeah. than like, than like a specific brand because I truly am like, I, I was like, dang, I'm such a dork about like lifting. Like I'm always like, I'm down to like the body science and I'm really, I try not to uh, do it as much, but I will. I'm actually, usually it's other uh, meatheads. So that's fine. I'll, I'm actually a meathead every day, but I never want to assume that someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. Uh, lots of times they don't, uh, but yeah. So that's real fun. We, we can go. No, you can geek out. I mean, it's a science and like, there's yeah. so many things that we're going to like tackle in our podcast too. And I feel like, you know, sometimes people ding, we see the comments. Sometimes people ding, <laughs> I, I ding knew us. Was coming. <laughs> sometimes people ding us. Cause they're like, I don't like this subject. Um, you know, they want us to go back to Marvel and DC. Okay. There's a lot of other things mm -hmm. like the podcast isn't for one person or one fan or just comic book fans. There are podcasts that do that. You can go listen to those. Yeah. Like <laughs> we decided a long time ago that we wanted to explore everything in this realm and things that we don't know. Yeah. We know Marvel and DC really yeah. well. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to, to like um, Luce who comes on and just geeks out about horror in a way that I don't, uh, you know, I'm a horror fan, but she is like in depth in the community. Like that to me is so fascinating. You know, there's a lot of different things that we want to touch on. So if the subject isn't for you, you can learn about it in the same way that we are. Yeah. Um, or just skip it, you know. Or just skip it. We, yeah. we're, we're dropping these year round. So you can pick and choose which ones to hop on and you don't even have to let us know when you do it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to write us that you yeah, didn't yeah, like the subject. Yeah, just go you know, you can go back it. and listen to The Flash again. But I know. um we love comic books, you know, we love superhero films, but there's so much more to nerdiness than just those. Yeah, I have so that's yeah. That's so be... true. I love that concept of your realization because nerdiness is just really knowing what you like and mm -hmm. cultivating that interest and celebrating and sharing it with people. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've had, you know, real deal scientists saying that we need to do science on here. Uh, friend and uh, friend, uh, borderline, she's soon to be an enemy of the pod, Pallavi Gunlin. Uh, she's, she's like a PhD, uh, you know, hopeful scientist and wants to come on and talk science. And I said, we don't do that. We don't, we don't do science. I'll have her come on. Well, she did a poll and people voted that That's they hilarious. want real science. And I was like, yeah. But now, now, I don't now, mind doing an now, episode on yeah. it. Yeah, but I'm in my petty mode now, so now okay. she's banned. 
<laughs> Orphan Black. Oh. <laughs> Has um, a lot of real science in it. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, did you want to kind of, um, for people that have never seen this yes. uh, franchise, would you like to explain it to them? How do you explain a show that explores identity in all of its facets and the human experience? Ah, well, so <laughs> if, you know, if I can geek out for a second, yeah, totally. I think that the, uh, the, the first episode of the series, which is pretty, um, easily available. The BBC America site has it available. And then it's also, uh, the series is streaming on prime right now, but, um, the first episode is really what it, it starts with a bang. You meet this woman, Sarah Manning, uh, and she is on a train platform and sees what appears to be her doppelganger, her her double. Uh, and it's confusing. It's jarring. And then even more so, the, the woman um, jumps in front of a train to her death. And then Sarah, who's on the run because she's uh, she gets into trouble sometimes with the law, um, uh, assumes this woman's identity, who happens to be a detect a cop, child, and in doing so, unravels the mystery of of who she is. Uh, and we find out that she is a clone. And by the end of the episode, we meet her sisters, Sestras. Um, who are uh, two other women, uh, Allison Hendricks and Dr. Kisima Niehaus, who are, they look like her. They, uh, um, they sound a little different, uh, but, you know, you've, you've, and the, the whole series seeks to answer the question, you know, who are they? Uh, and it's, it's fascinating and it's, it's just really great sci-fi and thriller and it really um, focuses on these women and their experiences and their journeys. Yeah. And we should tell people who haven't seen it that it is all of these women are played by Tatiana <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Maslani. Well, you forget because it's so extraordinary. And even in the because they're there are so individual, um, these characters, who they are, that it's it's a. The show is extraordinary and her performance is extraordinary because it's it at a certain point you don't even remember anymore that it's one person and not ten. Yeah, I even felt that I watched um in a much smaller level, I watched um Living With Yourself with Paul Rudd. And it was just so I'm really glad that he took that role because I think a lot of times like him just being an ant man and these huge things, I think like I'm like, why did he take this Netflix show and he's like, you know, starring in Marvel films? But I think it's also I mean, aside from getting paid a bunch, but like I think it's also to show, oh, wait, no, I'm actually also like a serious actor and I can play someone dealing with suicidal depression. And in the same flip side, literally in the same room, I'm talking to myself as this, you know, this best version of me. And it's just so, I mean, I give props to anyone that does this, that can play like multiple characters. She's literally playing like different, different characters. Uh, but I guess yeah. looking back, so I'm just looking over um, how the show came to be. And it looks like originally um, Canadian actress Ellen Page, always forget that she's from Canada, yeah. that she was originally considered for the role. Um, Whoa. Mm-hmm. 
That would have been fascinating. I feel like she could also possibly pull it off. So so the role went to Tatiana and um, she was a fan favorite. I think this really launched. She's been in a lot of things, but I think this yeah. was what like launched her. Oh, definitely. Like this was a vehicle for her. And if you think also of Also an like, Emmy. Yeah. And an Emmy. <laughs> but like, you know, it's it like when you see someone and see like have a show like i think this kind of show is an actor's dream where like you can show how versatile you can be and also in one show show all the different types of characters you can play like this show it, pre- it prevents her from being typecast because you're oh, true. <laughs> because you're like look at all these different you know people and versions i remember i was watching uh like it in like uh my roommate at the time was deep in the show so it was a later season and I was watching a scene and I was like, oh, who's that actress? And they're like, that's the same actress. Like, it really, <laughs> it really does. Like, it's not just a saying, like, it really does feel like it's different people. All right. We're going to get into the creation of the show and all of that. But first, we have a little message from Away. Okay. So, Ify, I am so glad that we you can feel the smile on my face because yeah. I found out about Jen Rubio last year. She's the one that created Away. Okay. Dope woman of color. Uh, I, I listened to her on another station and was just so in not like everybody had these away bags, like every, like everyone on Instagram and I wanted one so bad. And then we got one and I'm so excited. I picked out a sleek white one. It's a carry on. uh, So it can get on like every, every airplane. Um, And it has a built-in charger so I can like charge my phone. You can also remove it if you have to. Mm -hmm. And it's just sleek and beautiful. And um, it has like a 360 spinner wheels. Yeah. Um, I'm just really excited. No, I'm, I'm hyped too. The moment we got ours, I was like, I can't wait to, to travel, which I will be doing. I'm going to St. Louis this weekend. So I'm like, finally. But yeah, it's the same one because I've been trying to upgrade like my luggage, but it's a lot of all of the streetwear brands only make duffel bags. No one wants to make roller bags except for the Louis Vuitton one, but that's way too much money and no one should spend that much money except for the affordable prices that Away has. And like you said, yeah, you could charge your phone. If you're anything like me or Danny, and if you've paid attention to us on Twitter, you know we're always on our phone. But Uh, it's like, okay, so it's super lightweight. It has a durable shell. They also have a 100-day trial that they'll let you try any of their Away products. mm -hmm. Uh, And then they also have a light lifetime warranty uh so they'll fix or replace your bag if it ever gets damaged i went for the sleek white one i was just really i was like you know what i'm an adult woman and i am going to like get something that looks good when i'm traveling i've been traveling a lot i mean that's why i got the black it was like yeah yeah there could be a suit and tie in here there probably isn't (laughs) but there could be But uh, just know all the away orders come with free shipping and you could get away offline, too. If you want to see it for yourself, you can shop everything away at stores in New York, Austin, L.A., San Francisco, Boston, Chicago and London. Yeah. So we actually have a special offer so y'all can get one, too. It's twenty dollars off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com slash nerd. That's N.E.R.D. And use promo code nerd during checkout. That's twenty dollars off of a suitcase. All you got to do is visit awaytravel.com forward slash N.E.R.D. And use the promo code N.E.R.D. during checkout. All right. And you can look sleek like us. All right. Let's get back to the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're getting into the beginnings and what have you with uh, uh, Orphan Black, which, you know, if if 
we didn't say this yet. It was uh, so it was by Bell Media, which is a Canadian company I know th- for my friends, but it was distributed internationally by BBC Worldwide. Uh, so in June 12th of 2012, they commissioned Bell Media commissioned a 10 episode season of Orphan Black that would be produced by Temple Street Productions. Then they distributed internationally with BBC Worldwide. The show is executive produced by writer Graham Manson and director John Fawcett. And the Temple Street co-presidents, Ivan Schneeberg and David Fort- Fortier. <laughs> Co-executive producers are Karen Walton and Carrie Appleyard, while the Temple Street producers are Claire Wellen and Karen Tubetsky. Yeah, and like Rachel was saying, in uh, March of 2014, the BBC uh, signed a deal where Amazon would have exclusive streaming rights to the yeah. series. So you, if you have Prime, you can uh, binge it. Yeah, yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, you can anybody who's telling you they're about to go watch it say, "Listen to this episode first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Rachel, what are some of the um, what should people know about the series? I know you kind of broke down the first parts of it, uh, but what are some like common themes that happen in Orphan Black? So a lot of the common themes that are emerging in the next chapter are very much like the themes that were a part of the original television series. Uh, themes of identity, themes of nature versus nurture, themes of um, scientific ethics. Um, yeah. And what's really fascinating uh, about the uh, Orphan Black, the the television series at the time, was that the you know the technology was. I think what made the idea of the clones so scary wasn't just that you know confronting the idea. How can you not be yourself? But you know, are we that far off from such technology? Um, oh right. Yes, but also there. You know it. Um, they really did their research on the show. It was super, super grounded in some really interesting science. And that has been accelerated in the next chapter that um, there, you know, not to give away too much, but, you know, the, the fear, one of the fears that the clone clubs, the, the core group of the four women of Sarah, Allison, Kasima and Helena, what they were really fighting one of the things that they were fighting against was um the their bodies and their uh their genomes being used um as kind of like like petri dishes not Mm -hmm. petri dishes but you know um but you know their biology was gonna be um used for uh purposes that you know they didn't consent to to you know for scientific experimentation um and so yeah not to give away too much uh of what happens in the next chapter but there's uh that is built upon um that you know what else could you do with such technology could it be weaponized what would that look like how um is our privacy violated um with such information. Um, and those were things that were explored uh, in the television series. And that is very baked into the plot and the struggles of the characters in the next chapter now. Yeah. So just touching real quick back on the 
television series. I know that we kind of praised Tatiana for um, playing all these different parts. Uh, just a little bit behind the scenes, the production films a scene multiple times with a dolly-mounted motion control camera that replicates the movement between each shot. So this is really fascinating, especially for film people, because this apparatus, it's known as a techno dolly, is referred to as the time vampire uh, on the Orphan Black set due to the amount of time multiple clone scenes take from the production schedule. And that makes so much sense. Like when we're watching this, it's like how many times does she have to do this scene playing both of the playing all of these roles? Um, That to me is just so a little bit behind the scenes. Uh, And then they they use tennis balls, which is actually really common um, for alternate shots and eye lines and and things like that. I always find that so fascinating when someone's delivering, y'all don't even know, like someone will be delivering a heartfelt, tearful thing and they're just looking at a tennis ball. What was real? Against a green screen. Mm -hmm. Against a green screen. There was also an acting double. Of course, Um, yeah, yeah. She had body doubles. Yeah. Um, and lots of wigs, so many wigs. Yeah. It looks like there was a dance party scene in season two, and that had four different clones. It was two days of shooting. Several addition, several additional body doubles were used to create the effect. Um, so yeah, they do have a lot of body doubles, and like the back of their head or something will be someone else. But it's it's seamless, you know. Oh, of course, you yeah. Watch it, you hear it, and uh, it's. It, how, it's it, they're diff, they're different characters. They're different people. Yeah, and so the the double who was in it was Catherine Alexandra, and they uh, it said that the performances were central to her ability to create the characters. Uh, um, Maslani said uh, that she was so amazing and that she memorizes all the lines, all of her blocking and all of her blocking, her mannerisms, her impulses, and she somehow memorizes all of that and gives it back to her. Uh, well, the quote is, "She's so amazing." She memorizes all the lines, all of my blocking, all of her blocking, my mannerisms, my impulses. She somehow memorizes all of that and gives it back to me with a performance I can play off of, Uh, which we were saying, yeah, that that probably helps, you know, having someone who's like doing the same thing to kind of match it, because I mean, uh, you know. Danny and I can attest to uh, doing auditions where you're just acting. I like this. This is kind of one of the reasons I hate self tapes with a burning passion because you're in a room by yourself with a friend who is doesn't either, want to be there. Who who is either giving you not enough or giving you too much. It's never yeah. the. I I had one person who was like, "Are you trying to book this?" Right. <laughs> I do him with Mark, uh, who's been on here, Mark Ellis. He has yeah. a booming radio voice, and you, he like steps away from the camera. I'm like, yeah, stop trying to like book this role. Um, but Alexander actually said um, that they, she got the spot because when she auditioned, they wanted an actor as opposed to just a double. Yeah. So that's actually really cool. Yeah, that's, that's that's great. And Maslani said that she created different musical playlists to help her distinguish between the many clone personalities yeah. she portrays. That is so cool because it, it does make sense. Like, how do you so effortlessly get into this character? Well, you, I mean, the character thinks differently. They're going to yeah. move differently. They're going to speak differently. Like, everyone has different speech rhythms. So she, you know, listens to different music to try to get her in the zone. Yeah. And some of what she's um, shared in interviews about her process coming back to these characters and uh, inhabiting them vocally again, thats that's been a part of it as well. I'd really like to see them. 
I know. There's there's just so much dope stuff that went into making this show that, that it's it's a no-brainer why it just kind of was so great. I feel like even though it's such a pain, like everything it sounds like seems like a, a logistical nightmare, but in the end, I think it produced something so unique and fun and why it kind of took off the way it did. But I think for, you know, the listeners who are binging or people who, you know, love just to check out the episodes, what are, you know, what are some episodes that you would recommend checking out for? Oh, so obviously the first season, yeah. (laughs) you know, that first episode, I I think just um, outside of my geeking over the entire series, just from um, like television creation standpoint i think it's maybe one of the best pilots first episodes of uh, a series ever uh at least in like the last decade um you know it's up there for me i my list includes mad men and um yeah so like that that first episode is just it's it's a gut punch um there was a lot of really um amazing things that happened um at the end of season two with helena season two episode six that's called to hound nature in her wanderings some people may remember that is the episode where helena meets jesse uh who people may recognize from suits he was her boyfriend um and then later episodes i really also love a season an episode that happens in the following season uh where helena and sarah are on some kind of like deranged road trip in mexico escaping a secret government base where we find there are more clone experiments taking place and so it's an interesting bonding experience for those sisters and then uh, um the episode with felix's art show that's a classic Ooh. Ooh. Yes. And speaking of the pilot for everyone, uh, anyone that just wants to read it or if you are um, a writer that wants to read more pilots, you can get access to the Orphan Black pilot. Uh, I just looked it up. It's on TV Calling. It's tv-calling.com. Or you can just Google Orphan Black pilot uh, and look it up if you want to read it. It's always my favorite thing to do as a writer. If something is really great, look it up and read it and see how... How they wrote it, how it was shot, how, you know, they transitioned these characters, their character descriptions, all of that is all in there. So you can check it out. It's so dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are going to take another quick break and then we're going to hop into the future of Orphan Black and why it's resonated with so many people and kept going on, you know, now that we have a new series with it. And um, we'll check in after the break. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. And we are back. So, Rachel, why do you think that this has resonated with so many people enough to get this, you know, this next series and also that we're still talking about it today? I think because the show itself was just so unique um, and exciting and unlike else that was at the time before or has been. And then, of course, the um, just enduring, uh, amazing technical and emotional and inspiring performance that uh, Tatiana gave to all these such different, interesting, multifaceted characters. Um, and, you know, like we discussed before, the the themes of identity and nature versus nurture um, that is so much a part of great storytelling, the show has had it all. And so this next chapter is set eight years in the future from where season five left off. Yeah. And we'll have the same um, characters. They're all voiced by Maslani. Yes. Uh, and, and not just Tatiana doesn't just revisit her clone characters. She's uh, narrating the series as well as giving voice to other characters that weren't played by Tatiana Maslany that we know from the original series, including um, Delphine and Art Bell and uh, the the younger clones too. Oh, as well as um, Sarah Manning's uh, brother Felix. It's really interesting to hear um, how that gets inhabited, but also you know, much like watching the show, you listen to the series and it's 
it's pretty incredible that you can't believe that it's the same right. person. Yeah. That's so cool. I can't wait to, I can't wait to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. It's been really exciting to um, share it with people because uh, the, the first response is, Oh my gosh, we're from black. I love that show. It's so cool. Uh, that, that, that it's back. That's great. And then when they find out that, the uh, narrator is Tatiana herself. That's just, it's even more. Yeah. That's why it's tight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's some spoilers uh, where we find out, you know, eight years later, the um, fate of certain popular pairings of characters Ooh. seeing where, who they've ended up with, who they're still with, who they're not with. Um, so the romantic pairings have been, um, interesting to uh see what's happening there and then as well as you know um these women it's you know eight years later they're eight years uh into their lives and trying to um live quiet private ones but uh that is not for long oh i man, i like that cliffhanger of a, of a little tease bit uh, <laughs> yeah, so can you tell the easiest way for our audience to be able to listen to this? Yes, so the easiest way for audiences to listen to it is at SerialBox.com or on the SerialBox app, which is available in the App Store or on Google Play. Uh, the first episode of Orphan Box The Next Chapter is free, as well as all of SerialBox's series eight. The first episode is free to try um, and you can listen to it and hear Tatiana give an incredible performance as well as read the text, which is written in incredible prose by um, some really awesome award-winning sci-fi authors, including Malka Older, Madeline Ashby, Michelle Baker, Hailey Kennedy, and E.C. Myers. Yeah, that's so cool that there was like a whole writing team for yeah. this series. Yes, and uh, hello, oh, as well as Lindsay Smith and Helly Kennedy actually um, uh, wrote the Orphan Black comic book. Oh, that's so dope! I didn't even know there was a comic book. There was, there was a yes. I don't remember exactly how many issues it was, but uh, it ran. I think like the year that the final season was going mm -hmm. and a little while after that. And uh, yeah, Hailey Kennedy, who's part of the writing team for the next chapter, um, wrote some of those. Ify, also our friend, Jody Hauser. Oh. Yes. She was a co-writer. Yeah, yeah. I know. She's doing a, so much. It's like I'm trying to keep up with her. And I didn't even know that she wrote an Orphan Black yeah, comic book. That's super dope. It uh, looks like it was out by IDW. Yeah, IDW. Yeah. We had in our stuff. episode. That's so cool. Um, and it's something that I would actually, as a fan of the show, would like to revisit because um, I haven't read the comics, mm. but I know that there was a significant storyline that the comics explored that was in the original series of um the character of mk and the incident in helsinki oh yeah where she comes from yeah no these these look cool and the covers are super dope too you i remember you were saying you had the blog post of the nine essential episodes to see before the series yeah yeah um so it's interesting uh i can 
of course, thank you guys. But mm-hmm. um, when you shared with me what you thought were some of your favorites, I saw that we had a bit of, we had some crossover. So that Ooh, was nice to that's see. good. You know, of course, including the uh, Felix art show episode, which is just a really, I think if you've never seen the show all the way through and you watch one episode, that is really emblematic of all the characters. Um, I mean, of course, it is two episodes before its finale, but it's each character gets a really incredible moment. And so I think very fondly back on it. You know, I've got to thank you for coming on and chatting with us. Uh, you know, besides the Serial Box show, is there anything you want to plug or where people can find you? Oh, I mean, uh, I just want to plug uh, the next chapter. And in Serial Box, you know, we also have a Thor series starting um in december um uh stay tuned because there's going to be some really exciting news we are going to be sharing uh the narrator of the series that's what i was wondering i was (laughs) about to ask well i saw y'all have a deal with marvel so we can expect more marvel series on your slate yes okay cool absolutely yes so thor will be the first and that um launches 12 12 december 12th and then we have a Black Widow, Black Panther, and Jessica Jones series in the works. Yeah. And so you can expect uh, those uh, after the new year. All right. Yeah, definitely. Rachel, thank you for coming on and talking about Orphan Black. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to share more links and uh nerd out yeah yeah. is there anything you need to plug danny yeah everyone so uh this thursday the 14th this thursday november 14th is when my fathom event for the twilight Zone. also Ah. if you just love the twilight zone or if you've listened to me geek out about it so much you're like what okay why does she love it so much (laughs) fathom is playing several twilight zone episodes on the big screen you can look in theaters in your area um so but they're doing it for one night only it's to honor the 60th anniversary of the twilight zone also a tribute to rod serling that i am in a couple of other people are in i'm guessing maybe jordan peele is probably going to show up in it Uh, i think he was in our documentary um so they took a part of our documentary and are going to show it before and during the episode of the Twilight Zone that they've picked. Yeah. The full documentary, I'm not sure when it comes out, but I will definitely tell y'all. But if you're a big TZ head, like go out and see it. Like it's, you know, the only time we can actually see it on a big screen within a room surrounded by other Twilight Zone fans. That is November. Fathom events are so cool. Yeah, I've never (laughs) been to one. Oh, yeah. I also, I've been to them. I'm a big theater nerd, you know, because we all have things that we nerd out about. And they'll do... um, with like the National Theater in uh, in uh, England. Um, so when Benedict Cumberbatch was doing the Frankenstein play and Alvin oh. Weebag is one, you know, mm-hmm. so you could see them in movie Theater. theaters uh-huh. without, yeah. you know, going to London. Yeah, so they typically do it for like one night only or something like yeah. I know they did like a Guns N' Roses or something. Like they do, yeah, these big live events or these big events that you can catch in theaters so that is my thing and if you check it out i don't know tweet me and let me know (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah for sure and yeah me i don't have uh, anything coming up but as always you can check on twitter and instagram if you want to hang in the discord it's discord.gg 
forward slash salt squad we have a lot of nerd fam in there hanging out multiple a lot of nerd dumps coming together on there and of course my stream if d's on twitch i f d e e z if you're an amazon prime member you get a twitch prime sub that you can give to me for free but you have to come back every month and give it because it is an automatic you know the usual spiel but beyond that uh stay cloney just kidding stay Stay nerdy. nerdy right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now right rug flooring whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.